From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome in to the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us in the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open a cold beer and let's get after it. Do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We got a uh, well, I'm excited about this one. It's a it's called Byron uh, Brian Buru from Three Floyds. I think it's Boru. 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 Yeah. 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 It's a pretty good Irish red. Yeah, it is. I like yeah. it. Yeah. But all right, today we've got the we're talking Stanley Cup Finals coverage. We got some news from inside and outside of the league. We got our joke of the week, and we've got some more. Don't forget to check us out on What a Maneuver and Patreon to support the show. Uh, how are you this week, bud? I am doing well, brother. We had a fantastic uh, recording, live show recording at uh, at Tailgate. I had a blast. Thank you for Tailgate for having us. Thanks to it was an uh, amazing time. Thanks to Trey, the general manager at headquarters that uh, really showed us a good time. And obviously, thanks uh, to Zach McCann. And thanks, thanks Paul. Paul. Yeah, we appreciate uh, the McCanns coming out and uh, and giving us a really good time uh, and a lot of a lot of good, good discussion. Yeah. The, uh, well, you know, we did our first beer side chat with Trey and Zach and that uh, hit YouTube yesterday as of uh, uh, release. Uh, so check that out on our YouTube page. And the uh, episode uh, with uh, Paul and Zach will be airing a week from today. We are off next week. We'll be on vacation. So uh, check that out. But we're not. We're never really off. We're always working. We're always working. They got a few breweries up yeah. in uh, up in in Baltimore. We'll be, I've uh, heard. We'll be doing something so. at a dope place called the Ministry of Brewing. And you know wherever else we are, we'll be uh, drinking some beers and getting uh, and oh. doing some stuff. On my birthday, yeah. By the way, yeah, yeah. bro, the big, uh, the big dirty thirty. So I think we gotta quit the podcast after that because one of us is officially old. So, <laughs> so old people don't do podcasts. We gotta stand on our front porch and yell at children yeah. that are coming onto our lawn. Yeah. Well, not you, me though. I have to. <laughs> well, I've already been doing it. I mean, people will hear about this that on general, the show. <laughs> that's just a general. We gotta do that. So, all right, let's uh, let's jump into the news. <laughs> Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. The Lightning currently lead the Habs 1-0. By the time this episode releases, it'll probably be 2-0. And uh, my lead will have increased in the uh, yeah. in the fantasy pool. Yeah, I had about at one point almost like a forty point lead, and then that I think it was like at sixty at yeah. one point. And but, I told you, I said yeah. I'm coming for you. Yeah. I'm gonna make it again. Well, once the Avs got knocked out, and then Vegas got knocked out, I knew that you know I've you've got Braden Point and Vasilevsky, and I've got Palat, Hedman, and Sergachev, and they're just they can't. Well, the firepower is and I have Weber and Petrie. Yeah, so uh, so those are kind of supplementing. Obviously, not getting me the point level that. Um, that the other two are, yeah. but, but, uh, I mean, it's, it's, and, and if they keep winning, if, if Tampa keeps winning, I don't think there's any way I do lose. Because I would need Pilat and Hedman to just get a lot of goal. I mean, that, and right, points like always going to be there getting points on. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, just the way that our goalie scoring is, it's, it's, if yeah. they keep winning, it's darn near impossible for you to, Hey man, anything is possible. I'm just glad that it's uh this is a lot closer than it was last year going into it. Yeah. Um, where it was close going into the final, but Davey had just so many more players than you yeah. uh, left. Whereas, I mean, it could go either way for either of us. Yeah. Uh, not I, real, I think Davey's completely out of players, isn't he? Or does he have one or two? I think it's Carey Price. Maybe? I don't know, but even if he had uh, a bunch of yeah. players, it is not helping. It's yeah. not going to help. He's like 200 points behind. <laughs> yeah. he, uh, I, uh, I thought we were recording last week. And so I don't know if you saw this, uh, the pool score update I have. Now you know how it feels, Davey. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. So uh, Nashville to get stadium series versus lightning at Nissan Stadium. February 26th will be there. It's going to be a great time, either though it's at Nissan. Even though it's at that. Nissan, we're going to we're going to move past it. And, you know, Sass uh, was talking to me about how it was lame. 
And I was like, you know, well, I mean, it's awesome that we get an outdoor game. I mean, he, I think he made similar points to what we've made. It would have been super awesome if it was in Knoxville or uh, playing Carolina at uh, Bristol yeah. or something. I'm glad. Look, I mean, we got we both have so much going on now. Yeah. That I'm just glad it's. I don't have to it's make close. a weekend trip yeah. to Knoxville or something for the uh, for the game. Yeah. So I'm pumped about yeah. it. And I think that they, I, I, I'm good. I hope they don't. But it looks like they're going to do like a Titans color scheme stadium series jersey because on the leak all the Preds players were wearing Titans jerseys. That might be pretty cool though. Yeah, honestly. I'm torn on it. It's either it depends on how they do. It's either going to be really cool or guess you're not bad. a Titans fan. Well, I, mean, I, but I, love, I think the Titans have the best colors in the league. I love yeah. that powder blue. I mean, powder blue is a great color. The for powder sport. blue with like the red sprinkled. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a kind of excited about it. So yeah, I think that that it's a cool. idea. I love the juxtaposition of the powder blue and the dark blue on those uniforms. They look good. They should do like an indoor game. I guess they do with, you know, football because they have, uh, you know, domes yeah. i guess they do technically do some indoor but they should play like a football game on like a baseball stadium or something i thought at first you were saying for hawk i was like yeah i mean almost the games are inside no raiders <laughs> <laughs> but all right uh the wild versus blues world cup is scheduled for the world cup huh the winter classic <laughs> <laughs> this is, it's gonna be a terrible world cup this year because they have two hockey teams <laughs> yeah, playing yeah uh, ah man we really wanted to go to that I think I, I mean, it's just, I mean, never not, say it's, never. Not out, it's not out for sure, but it just is just not, I don't know, lining up time wise with everything that we have going on. We're really trying to pump up the, uh, pump up the podcast and, you know, I got the, got the wedding plan, you know, I'm, I'm the main portion of the, uh, the, the wedding planning, Yeah, you know, because you guys have all known me and you know, you know, I gotta know the right flowers and napkins and such. Uh, so we're not going to say not going, but it's it's leaning like Less. we're both not. Probably not going, yeah. unfortunately. Hurricanes have deferred their winter classic. Uh, you know, it looks like the stadium that they wanted to have it in is not uh, up to par yet. The COVID really set them back. And clearly a bunch of Hurricanes fans did not understand the things at hand that it was the team that deferred it. And immediately started attacking Nashville and Tampa and the league. <laughs> you, said, you said Nashville's getting sued, right? Yeah. By some random guy. Some random dude was like, oh, you Nashville better be prepared to get sued. <laughs> the guy the guy that is talking about hockey uh, winter classics on Facebook and or Twitter, wherever he happened to say that, something tells me he can probably, he probably doesn't have the money to retain attorneys in order to Specifically make this, that his reason uh, for doing happen. it was that not like, it was very... You could read it. It was it clearly our kid wrote it because it was like, uh, yeah, I mean, this is my last time of see, being able to see an outdoor oh, yeah. game before I leave for college. It's like, <laughs> what, what am I supposed to do now? It's, it's like, like, stop being poor, buddy, and just get you go get a plane ticket yeah. or know? just I don't know what every like do what all the other Carolina fans are doing. Just not go or drive up to Nashville to see the see a game. Just drive. Yeah, just drive. I mean, you know, we flew to Dallas uh, to to be fair, though, we weren't in college. So that's, I guess, yeah. the difference there is he's going to be studying over the winter break. And so, you know, the 2022 All-Star Game to be in Vegas. Uh, man, I kind of want to go to that. I am leaning more towards wanting to go to that. Yeah. Not wanting to go. I want to go to Minneapolis again. Yeah. But we've been there yeah. together to see but a the All-Star game. game in Vegas could be. And it's 2022. That could be. Dope. Do we count? Do we count that as seeing the stadium? I say we check it off I if we, we get to go off. to the stadium. If we're, if, we're in, if we're there for the All-Star game, then yeah. If we're just, you know, in well, Vegas. Well, out. then we got, man, they got to make the call then, yeah. buddy. I mean, it, I this the is, answer is yes, we're going. Stephanie, Megan, it's work, okay? Yeah. They really don't like us saying that, by the way. <laughs> that we, we anytime we just want to get really drunk, we just say it's for work. Yeah. They don't. They don't take to it uh, as we do. Yeah, just because it's not a nine to five. I mean, <laughs> we work in all the time and we're doing it for free. We're trying to provide for you guys is the thing. That's uh, <laughs> that's what they don't understand is, you know, we're not at all trying to just uh, funnel beers. That's I mean, this is our job. Now. Yeah. I mean, it's frustrating for them. They just don't support. <laughs> they just don't support our very real careers <laughs> uh gary bettman made some comments about the officials in the nhl and it went kind of how you'd expect gary bettman to go 
Uh, his quote is, let's be clear. Our officials are not only the best hockey officials in the world. They are the best officials in any sport. That's like a really low bar. Yeah. Though. He went on to also say that they rarely make mistakes and that the mistakes they do make are overblown by the media. And that if like if you were to just sit back and actually look at what they do, they actually almost n- never get anything wrong. He's he's completely right. And uh, I'm, you know, did one of his officials happen to say on a hot mic? that he was going to give a team a penalty no matter what happened because things were getting out of hand. Sure, sure. Yeah. But it was blown out of proportion. Yeah. It, I mean, you I know. bet if Gary Bettman was in like Seattle right now, he'd be saying, oh, it's only like one or two degrees above normal, even though it's 120 degrees in Portland, Oregon right now. He is. Uh, well, to be fair, Portland, Oregon is in a different state completely. Right across the border, but it is a different state. Well, I was using that region. The whole region's in a heat dome wow. right now. Yeah. Wow. You don't just get to throw regional uh, regional weather data out here, okay? You're not the weather channel, I couldn't think Bobby. of a city in the state of Washington. Seattle, maybe. Seattle. <laughs> maybe, work, the, yeah. maybe the city that you're talking about. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, yeah, he's. Uh, he, he likes to downplay things. He is my second favorite person to boo. <laughs> behind Roger Goodell. And I've got to boo Roger Goodell in person. And it was as awesome as you expected it to have been. And I got to boo Goodell in person once when yeah. he was out of a Preds game. Oh, I, think nice. you, I think you were there too. I was probably there. I yeah. booed him multiple times, yeah. uh, I guess. I had no idea. We booed, we booed Bettman at a, at a Preds That's game. Yeah, we booed Bettman oh, yeah. in person. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I got, well, when the draft was in Nashville, I got to boo old Raji. Yeah. So uh, it was unfortunate that he didn't have his lazy boy. But this past draft, I do hope they continue to do that and bring his lazy boy to every every draft and let yeah. a fan sit in it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins re-signs with the Oilers for an, with an extension for eight years, $5.1 million. Uh, that is, considering the changes that are happening to the Oilers, I think that's a pretty cheap deal for him. That's a pretty good deal. Um, now that leaves them with after McDavid and Drysaddle, that leaves them with about three hundred grand for the rest of the team. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I am. Yeah. I mean, it was a good deal for him. A good deal for the Oilers. Good deal. I and mean, honestly, I think with, he got that, a with that money for the rest of the team, they'll probably still be really good. Like it's worth it for those three players. Well, up until the playoffs. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> you think the Oilers care about the playoffs? What, what playoffs, what, buddy? What have they done to make anyone think they care about the playoffs? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Nothing. Um, yeah, that was a really, really good signing for them. I mean, there was a couple years where R and H, it did not look like that was uh, going to be an experiment. That not, a, I guess, not an experiment. He got drafted there, but didn't look like it was going to be something that worked out. Uh, but he has he has really stepped up the past couple years, and I mean, he's a young guy, so yeah. we'll I like see. him in fantasy. I usually I, I tend to have him a lot in fantasy. I usually get him around the third or fourth round. I think you know in a couple of years, it's gonna, <laughs> he's going to start creeping into that second round area. Well, and Zach, Zach, you know, we were talking, we were we've been talking down on the Oilers and their playoffs and, and Zach McCann on, on both the live show and the uh, beer side chat made such a good point. You know, you're, you're, you're bad until you're not in this league. And I mean, the Tampa a few years ago when they had this big, wonderful roster with all these superstars and they couldn't win a playoff series and they got swept by the blue jackets. The sky was falling, and it's the worst thing that's ever happened to uh, to a team. And then they won, and now nobody remembers that. And same with the the Capitals. And Capitals, when they'd won two Presidents' yeah. Cup, and then they couldn't get past the hump, and then they win a cup, and nobody talks about those Presidents' Cups anymore. So that I mean that that could be what we and we kind of gave gave way to that when we talked about the Oilers and their their early exit. Yeah, I think that you know that works for a lot of teams. Don't think it works for Toronto. Kind of like I said on the show, like I no, think they're that cursed they're, forever. Yeah, yeah, they're cursed forever. Um, but uh, but everybody else, yeah, it could could possibly be a, a, a good option for them. So we'll see where the Oilers uh, happen to be. I mean. McDavid's what twenty four. I mean, it's not like the guy's he's okay. old man. He's <clears throat> he's fairly okay at hockey. I mean, you know, I'd say a little bit better than a beer leaguer. A bit, yeah. a bit. I mean, you know, <laughs> uh, the NHL awards tonight, as of recording, 
So the week that we get back, we will be doing our week. Uh, I think that you blew me out of the water this year. I, I'm I, thinking I, I did, too. And if Vegas would have gone and, and been able to win, it would have been a no brainer that I won. I haven't even checked. But Barkov did end up yeah. winning the uh, the Selkie, right? Yeah, Which I think was my that. switch. I, I think you won that. You won that. You won the Rocket Richard. I think that right there. And I, th- I think some of the small ones you got as well. I, uh, I think the only one that. Did you have? Uh, well, I had Connor McDavid both times, so uh, I doubled up on points on that because uh, you did Drysital then McDavid. Um, so we'll have to go back and do the do the point calculation. Yeah, but I think, um, but I think you know, non ceremoniously, you get the W on that. We will give you the official win when we get back. When we get the official win, um, Bassie, there's no question, right? He's got to win the. <sighs> got to uh, win the the best man in my for regular season. It was him, Flurry, and who else? Uh, Grubauer. Grubauer. Ooh, I mean Grubauer. Yeah, but he didn't play as much as Vassy. Yeah, and so I mean, I have to Vassy see the, got. Right, I, I have to see the stats again because really if, it comes down to the stats. And I believe Grubauer had more shutouts. And I think this year there was some rumor that shutouts are going to be more important than other. I could be wrong. Excluding excluding last year, you know. If if it was all things in a vacuum, I would say you're right. But we all know that Vassy got robbed yeah. last year of the Vesna. Yeah. And I think that that factors in into the voting yeah, process. Yeah, and I think, you know, but at the same thing, it could also be said that Flower, you know, it's his first nomination. He's getting old. Yeah, but I don't think, I don't, he, he's not, he's never been robbed of a Vesna. Yeah. You know, I mean, he, Vassy, for all yeah. intents and purposes, got absolutely Honestly, robbed. Honestly, I'll, I'll be honest. Year. I think that. This I, I don't think there's ever been a year where all three of the goalies up for it. There is a good argument that they could all. Get I would it. never. I would not. I would not. It's not like last year. Bassey didn't absolutely dominate these three like I felt they that the other two that he did last year at the other two yeah. where I legitimately think he's robbed. If he doesn't win, there's a really yeah. good argument. Although I feel like the the. Bottom of those three is clearly flower to me. I think that Grubauer have you have no, I a really yeah. good. I think it's Vassy but only Grubauer. By a little bit is he the bottom of three? Sure, sure. I mean, it, and you know what? It would be cool to see him win one. I mean, I guess it turns out that his agent uh, is an idiot, and him pretending to get stabbed in the back by a large sword actually turned out good for him. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, but I mean, it would be cool to see him win one um, for Vegas, but. Uh, but I think that either of the other two, it's it's a very clear one of yeah. those two over. I think uh, that, flower. you know, I, I think that when we're talking about off eye stuff, that really does affect. I think that when they look at the uh, at flurry stuff, when you talk about a guy who has such a like he literally went from being uh, vulnerable in the expansion draft, being drafted, getting benched, getting his job back, getting benched again, doing a sweet uh, tweet. Yeah, he's, got, that. he's gotten benched almost three times in his career, yet he keeps coming back and saying, hey, I'm the guy. Like, I am, you know, he he has been to the cup final once. Or, you know, he's won cups in Pittsburgh. He, and then he got benched from Matt Murray. Then he comes back, you know, and, and obviously Pittsburgh kind of threw him to the wolves. And then he shows that he's still the guy. Robin Leonard comes in. And then people like, oh, well, Flurry's done. It's Leonard's. And then he comes out in the first two rounds of the playoffs. He looked Good. He did. He did. I'm not. I'm and not. If, and if Vegas were you. to, if Vegas were to go on to win, uh he, he was an easy con Smythe. Uh, if, if Vegas were to go on to win, I agree with that. Um, and then obviously the, that was just a you know <clears throat> uh, an absolute failure uh, on the team's part. Who, I guess, since you've you've brought it up, uh, you have a, an early con Smythe favorite. I think. I it's mean, Braden Point, right? Braden Point or Vassy. I think yeah, one of those uh, now, two. Yeah, I think that how these next couple games go, um, it, I think if like if it's like last night, Vassy. But if the Habs can get some scoring going, I think a Braden Point is just they can make this a series. Yeah. It could be. Bra- I, it's hard. I to don't argue see how Braden next Point. season Braden Point is not the s- second or third overall pick in fantasy pools. I mean, obviously, you got everyone, first whoever gets Burke has, again gets stuck with Connor McDavid. But Braden Point has now shown two years in a row. He yeah. is a animal. 14, in the, in- 14 goals, nine assists, seven power play points, three game winners. I think he's I mean, on a 10 game point streak right now. Yeah. I mean, he is lighting it up I, for sure. I stole him from you guys. In I'm kind of happy if I get draft. second place or because then I don't get stuck with Connor McDavid next year in fantasy pool. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I would not. 
No, I'll get third. No, Davy would. Oh, Davy yeah, would. I'm yeah, glad I'm not getting stuck with him next yeah. season. Because I mean, unfortunately, you still have you to gotta take, take him. him. I'd ta- if I got first pick next year, I'd take him yeah. again. You know, that's the thing. I'd take him again. I and don't. The crazy thing is, we pick. could just say no and not take him. Because the end of the day, even if Connor McDavid plays like Connor McDavid, Braden Point showing that. I mean, Connor McDavid, even if he was playing like Connor McDavid, I don't like me would be on par with what Braden Point's doing right now. Yeah, I mean, it, it's and it really comes down to just the, it, honestly, while fantasy pools are very much individual efforts. If you're not, if your team doesn't win, guess what? You're not there getting points. You're not, you're not there in that, at that next level. And I, but I, it was, it, he has to have been of our fantasy pool, the steal of the draft. 100%. Uh, I, I, I stole him. It was like he was almost forgotten after he, yeah. what he did last year. And I mean, everybody had good teams this year, except for Davey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but, uh, but, but seriously, it's one of those that Colorado advances one, one round further and you are, by far, so far so far, so far ahead of me that it's hard or for me even to catch if they up. hadn't had such an epic collapse even if they'd gone a full like a good seven games seven games in the series yeah, yeah. agreed agreed now that you know what's happening inside the boards time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards <laughs> this really blows my mind this is even allowed to happen Lamar Jackson to get contract extension, but only with the help of his mom. He does not have an agent, and he will not have an agent. And people people were rightfully irritated by this when he got drafted, but you know what? When you're a rookie coming into the league, getting a rookie contract is a lot simpler. Yeah, easier. because they're because it's like there's yes. set parameters. So his mom, am, who from when I did research, she's not a lawyer, I don't believe. I'm, she does not have any <clears throat> things for this. This is, you know... This is not okay. That the the players' association should not allow this to happen. That he yeah, doesn't have any form of representation. The player easy. The PA steps and says no, Lamar. Because what it does is it makes it harder. To make, fine, he can make his own choices. But what this does then is everyone knows that, especially with quarterbacks, high profile quarterbacks, it every contract affects other players. It goes. Every Throw that anywhere, bud. <laughs> I'm mad. Um, <laughs> he's pissed off about this. It affects other players. So it's not just about him. Listen, I like Lamar Jackson. All right. But this is not smart. He should know better. He's well, not- have you heard his his interviews? He doesn't seem like the smartest guy on the around But there the are block. enough people around him. There are you you've got coaches. You've got you've, you've guess, got agents around him. Somebody needs to step in and say I, this I is not that, okay. I guess that's where I disagree is that how many times have we seen this situation where the guy gets screwed over because of an agent? Yeah. Listen, I, no, I'm not saying that it's the perfect answer, but I don't think this and I'm not saying like I think he's a grown man and he can make his own decisions. No, yeah, like I said, I'm not saying he's like but at the same, here first, but Bobby at the, hates freedom. But at the same time, this this choice doesn't just affect him. And yeah, but that's that's irrelevant. It does just affect him in terms of him. We're, he's not worried about every other quarterback. Listen, he can do what he situation. wants to do, but at the same time, if I'm if I'm a teammate, I'm not happy with this. I don't like this. I mean, I know. I see if I'm a team, see it's it goes. These are there. And when it comes to professional sports, they're your teammates. But they're also your co-workers. And so if the. You know, if my coworker doesn't want to negotiate with an agent, who am I to say that he's wrong? And I mean, right off the bat, it doesn't matter what he gets. He gets 10% more than than he was going to get. He gets, well, it's 3%. The agents get 3%. Well, whatever, yeah. you know. But I mean, listen, it's one of those things where I get it. He, if, if, if he doesn't want to pay that extra 3%, but right off the bat, I mean, many people have already said that he's probably going to miss out, I mean, on, on, a, on a good bit. Because, I mean, the, and here's the thing. His mom has already come out and said things that she probably shouldn't have said publicly. Like, should we go and find him when we're in Baltimore? Yes. We're about to go. You want to fight him? Yeah. We're fighting. <laughs> All right. Lamar Jackson, you heard it here first. I'm fighting Bobby, his agent. I'm fighting his agent. He doesn't have one. It's his, his mom. mom. <laughs> it's his mom. We're going to fight Lamar Jackson's mom. <laughs> All right, lock it down. We already have like a pretty full schedule, but I can find a spot in there for you to get beat up by Lamar Jackson's mom. That'll be a great birthday gift for me. We're going to be in a bar. We're just going to he- hear a truss. I'm like, oh, <laughs> 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 dude. Well, yeah, see, Lamar, I don't know her 
personally, but Lamar Jackson's mom seems like the guy, the the type of lady that's going to roll up into cat's eye when you're taking a shot of Jameson and just cold yeah. cock and you, like, I would love to be proven wrong about this. I would love for this to come out and be like, you know what? He actually got a great deal because there wasn't as much bullshitting from agents. Yeah. And if that's the case, I will come out and say, you know what? I was wrong. I like Lamar Jackson. I don't want him to get a bad deal, yeah. but I disagree with you in saying that it's that it's irresponsible. I mean, it may be. But and it, what I'm saying, I'm not saying it's, it's less irresponsible on his part. What I'm saying is more irresponsible on the players association to not at least attempt to step in. And and you know what? Maybe they are behind the scenes, but I would think that knowing how this league works and how the players association works, they would be step. The players would, association is an offset of the of the league itself, though. You know, I would almost well, not no, even no, trust well, that. Not, no, not since a couple years ago when they actually started putting players in charge. Yeah, and like but the head you've of the PA. seen. Yeah, but you've seen the the past two. Uh, CBAs that are yeah. that the players have basically given up. Yeah, everything and that most, they actually players wanted, don't read it anymore. Right, given up basically everything that the players actually want that are good for the players because they'll say we'll give you an extra two yeah. percent here, you know, and, and they get tricked by this by what seems like more money, but it's more a minuscule amount that yeah is not, and, and they so, keep throwing in more games. More games that that we ultimately know, especially in football, game totals is what really kills people. Not, I mean, literally, literally and figuratively. You know, I mean, I, I, I would like to see what the what the deal is. I agree with you that we could come out and see that it's good or bad, but quarterbacks for the past few years have been absolutely decimating teams that they pay a huge contract level and then they can't bring anybody else in. Whereas a guy like Tom Brady, who's won now six Super Bowls, took a more hometown team discount and let Bill Belichick bring players in around him so he could actually win. So but then I, he did the opposite, went to Tampa, got a huge contract, and won a Super Bowl. Yeah. So Tom Brady's just showing that he's Tom Brady, and you know he's. Not- <laughs> he's well, I mean, he had a there was a there was a great team in place that was a quarterback oh, yeah. away quarterback away from a, a championship, in my opinion. Anyway, so I'm interested to see what it what it looks like uh, overall. Seattle Mariners Hector Santiago first pitch rejected with the league's new crackdown rule of foreign substances. Uh, not as in a uh, HGH, but you know, sticky stuff on your hands. Uh, he- my thing is, have they even watched the Mariners play this year? They should <laughs> require those pitchers yeah. to use that stuff. <laughs> uh, he claims it was just uh, rosin that mixed with his sweat, and that once uh, and the glove has been sent to New York for identification. And it, both him and his coach have said that once it comes out, that uh, the league will be made fools of. Uh, kind of ballsy to just come out and the way that they're being ball, they're being pretty ballsy coming out and speaking against the league this, like that. This country in baseball is wild to me. It's so wild to me. You remember when there was like whole congressional hearings and stuff yeah. on, and on as an, steroids? I will like, say, as an adult, as a kid, I didn't really understand. Even as an adult, I, I still don't understand. You don't understand it, but you at least understand what was happening and like how ridiculous was that that our that our congressman that we voted on. Had Roger Clemens come on in, like, come on in, Raj. Like, what's up? What's up, Raj? I, I do remember as a kid thinking, like, so what happens? Is he is he going to go to jail for this? Like, what happened? Is, is the is Congress going to decide you're ejected from the MLB? Right. Like, you know, like <laughs> he's going to Guantanamo the, now. Yeah. Like, what are they going to hit him with perjury? Like, they don't even hit they don't even hit people with perjury on real issues. Yeah. Like, <laughs> You know, like Raphael, Raphael Palmero just like kicking it in there. Like yeah, the Astros, nothing. It's like, so we pay your salary. We didn't at the time as, as children, but our parents paid their salaries and stuff for them to just like get to meet their heroes and stuff. Yeah. And just like, you know, like I'm a Red Sox fan. I'm about to, I'm about to rip Clemens, dude. I'm about to, <laughs> I'm about to shred him in this, in this uh, hearing, dude. Like <laughs> it's crazy to me. Baseball is like the wildest thing. And then there was like legitimate, like cheating involved that like a world series brings a lot of money to yeah. your city tourist wise. 
nothing, dude. Beep, beep, bloop, that would be like if you and I were congressmen and you're like, we need to have a federal hearing about Orlando Bloom. <laughs> and so we're going to have a seven day meet and greet. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> interview with Orlando Bloom. <laughs> oh, did I say that? Um, you know, we're going to call him Peter Jackson, Elijah Wood. We're getting this going again, okay? Uh, did I say getting it going again? I mean, we're investigating. Yeah, what they and did if, in New and Zealand. If it gets past us, it might go to a house vote about filming more. I mean, uh, about redoing. Yes, we're uh, filming more. No, nah, no. Nah. At this <laughs> point, at this point, by the time we're able to become congressmen, bro, we're thirty. We could be congressmen. There are many congressmen, congressmen younger than sure, us. Sure, sure. <laughs> no, but I want to be a senator, dude. I don't want to be like a house representative. Okay, I want to be like one of a hundred. You know what I'm saying? I guess I could still be a senator, but uh, I mean, I couldn't. I mean, I, yeah. you know, I've I've been talking on this podcast for about a year and. You know, eventually people are just going to release to see the their inter- public content. I would love, we need to make a video of like, like you know, you sit down with like a you know your your spinner like, and it's like, all right, so what what skeletons do you have in your closet? It's like, oh well, let's huh. um, could we uh, just to you, save time? These aren't I'm, even skeletons; they're public records. They are all they're. So, I recorded I them released. released them. <laughs> actually, can, just to save time with you, because you seem like you cost a whole lot of money per hour. Can we just talk about what I? don't have skeleton wise like i don't yeah. like small children you yeah. don't have to spend that like i don't like small children They're like cool 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 cool. so what we're gonna do is we're gonna change that d to an r good to go <laughs> we're in i'm in yeah. i'm i'm elected <laughs> uh so santiago could face a 10 game suspension and the team would not be able to replace him on the roster during that time frame he also could be cleared of any wrongdoing once the glove is further inspected he is the first pitcher ejected under the new rule Santiago, uh, I guess it copied twice. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I was like, that seems very long. You know, actual admitted cheaters. Nothing. This guy going to have 10 games now. You know, it's always funny to me when pitchers get like extended game, you know, extended amounts of suspensions. In that 10 games, he, he was played, only going to play like two games anyway, but he gets to count the rest because yeah, he's like you know? a super vet. He's been in the league for like almost 16 years. So I, I mean, I don't think and he's playing for the Mariners. Yeah. There's been six no hitters this year. That's a vacation and for him. That's like and then like three of them have been from the Mariners. Like this is not a team in which there is actual. And they've been the victims of those. They're not the ones hitting. They're throwing. not the ones getting the no hitters. <laughs> yeah. He's not throwing no hitters. Okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, Bob, any no hitters? Nope. Ah, yeah. I'm still on. You had made a funny comment that I didn't think was so funny. <laughs> We're going to Camden Yards for a night game, which is super yeah. dope. Thanks. Shout out to your mom for that for that wonderful birthday gift. It's not ru- Paula. That one's for you. It's not behind home plate. It turns out that it's actually better. We're in the club section where we have a waiter. Okay, so way better than anything that could happen. I'm super pumped. But then you made the the (laughs) the ridiculous comment. You said, what if they throw? what if a no hitter happens? And uh, that was the seventh one this year. (laughs) And I don't know how you could ruin my birthday more. But making me lose this bet to you on my birthday would probably be the worst thing. the only thing better, no, the only thing worse would be if, because there's more, probably more games happening. If that one is, or if right before that one ends, if the, if the seventh one happens earlier in the day, and then that's number eight. That's, yeah, that would make <laughs> it, that would make it worse. If it doesn't happen while we're at the game, that's one thing, you know, it's going to suck to lose, but like to lose this on if, my birthday. If seven, if seven yards, happens as we're going in, that makes the game, the stakes a lot higher. It does. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, baseball. I, I was like, oh, I need this to be a boring game. Baseball <laughs> matters. Yeah. Okay. No, honestly, People though, like, oh, honestly, though I'm joking around about this being the worst thing. To see a no hitter in person would be forgetting if I lose this waterbed or whatever. That would be amazing, dude. Yeah. Either way, if either happens, side. If of the it. crazy, if craziness happens and it happens, can we cash out the waterbed there at the game? I hope we do. Okay. I mean, even though it won't be the the winner. Well, I'm just saying, if the crazy happens and there's one earlier in the day. No. And how, they, how about this? Even if it, if it happens while we're at the game and it ties it, I'll let you water bet me, and then you get the rest of the season. But then I get a water bet back if it doesn't. If hit it the, doesn't yeah. hit. Okay. Yeah. Hundred percent. Perfect. Yeah. I'm I'm interested. And, and in if that. it and if it doesn't go to seven, then we're back to the normal original thing. The original bet. Yeah. If it, ha- I honestly at this point. 
hope it happens. That'd be sick, dude. Yeah, that, that would be, be super worth sick. It. Yeah, that would be super worth it's not, it. Honestly, it, and, uh, I mean, that'd be cool if it was during the day, because then it's like, oh, it's so hot. I need a nice little uh, drench. Well, it'll still be quite warm yeah. <laughs> uh, at night. But, dude, I am just so pumped. I've been to Camden Yards. What a fantastic I've only been stadium. Twice, and it's been out like in uh, left field. Uh, and I, well, I was right by the third base, uh, the base third base pole, and it was such a great experience. Camden Yards is one of those that I mean, it's it's you know Fenway is that that mecca of baseball that everybody wants to go to. Yankee Stadium is that mecca of baseball. I think it's really hard to say Camden Yards doesn't rank rank up there yeah, with it's, those. A, it's a great place. The 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 building out in the right uh, out in the right field that you know it's like an old building and that's where the Orioles offices are. But they've left like some of the windows busted out and stuff. It's just such a cool. Ex- everything's brick. Like I'm I'm just so excited to to go to that. Um. So seriously, Mama Paula, thank you so much. I'm I'm super pumped about getting there uh to to camden yards for a night game that's one of the coolest things in baseball yeah. all right moving on uh i think we're just kind of talking about our tailgate live show what's something you yeah. learned from the live show bud oh man that uh i love that prosecco cider bro i did not think i was gonna like it at first and it was very good it was not like a lot of other ciders it was super good and what i didn't try that um that both my my mom shout out to my mom my dad your mom my sister obviously our fiance and wife that came uh super shout out to them for for coming out and supporting us uh i don't know how you guys have known us for a long time so i mean that's it that's that's the most impressive part about us is that we still get people to support us yeah. even after they've met us uh, and even my I wife's agree. on the fence about it i agree trey did such an amazing job yeah. of of lining up those beers and um uh, i agree that that cider was really good it was not a at and not an angry orchard. Yeah. That New England IPA also very good. And as a guy who doesn't like IPAs, it was yeah. a good IPA. It was a good IPA. The, South e- the Southeast IPA? Uh, the one that was called, the, it was the New England IPA. The, the, I don't the know other one. one. The, yeah. Oh, the one, that the art one. May, yes. Yeah, the yeah, support the, yes, support yeah. the Nashville yeah, arts support one. the arts one. That was super cool of them. That's a, that's a, they have been such a pleasure to have in the Nashville community and they've done so much for the, the community. But one I didn't have, and I'm not a huge fan of it, but I'm sure tailgate doing it makes it so much better. It was the uh, the one Paul was drinking, and my my mom and my sister loved it, and they're not big beer fans. The pink lemonade, uh, the pink lemonade. Yeah, beer. I didn't get a chance to try that, but I, I'm gonna. Try I didn't either, time. and I heard, but I heard it was good. I heard it was just like tailgate does thing, where it's not overbearing. Yeah. Uh, my dad bought a six pack of the uh, the orange wheat. Cause he okay. wanted to try it cold out of like a, out of a frosted mug. And, uh, it's, yeah, I mean, everything tailgate does is, uh, is, is vastly superior to most, most beers. I had such a fun time. I, I'll tell you something I learned is that the McCann's are Philadelphia fans and yeah. were, you know, not not happy, but uh, but gave me a little smack talk for me wearing my uh, Dominique Wilkins Hawks jersey. They were not <laughs> they were not as happy about that as uh, you know as I was hoping for wearing a dope jersey. They they kind of they came in and they really embraced the the recording with us. It yeah, was it, it they was were great guests. They were great guests, and it was. The chemistry was there. They, I mean, you know, they're both professionals. So, and I mean, they came on with us and they really carried our slack. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was awesome, man. I, we had such a good time, such good food. That hot chicken pizza was dope. The pickle beer, super dope. I mean, you know, always nice getting to try some uh, some some peanut butter milk stout. We did a can you Kong it with the imperial uh, the imperial peanut yeah. butter milk stout. Turns out that you can, but it was rough. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Look for uh, that. that. That'll be released sometime soon. And it was it uh, was heavy and it was hot. So, yes, it was. But uh, but it wasn't as hot as we expected it to be. It was nice and windy. Not as big of a crowd as we expected. Uh, because steeplechase was happening or, you know, as Nashvilleans call it, people waste. 
So uh, I had such a blast. I can't wait to do it again. Yeah, we got, uh, we uh, will some... definitely be back there. Maybe we'll try and do like a D&D uh, event there. Maybe just, you know, I'm going to I'm part of the mug club now. So I think and Tuesdays they have like dollar beers. So eventually we'll just have to start going up there after recording, get an Uber up there, come yeah. back. Well, once you're in the new place, I'll well, have, have a nice e- place, a little place to crash. Well, they have East. They have uh, tailgate East, yeah. which is a lot closer to, okay, to yeah. where we'll be. But I mean, you know, I'm cool to go to headquarters or whatever, but um, very pleased. We got, we got, you've been in contact with Mayday. We're going to do something. I think you already mentioned with ministry brewing on my birthday uh, up in Baltimore, going to Guinness on Saturday on Sunday, yeah, this coming Sunday. So, what a fun, what a fantastic event! We want. I wanted to definitely uh, thank them again for having us and being such hospitable hosts. Sure. Uh, don't forget, like we said earlier in the show, uh, head over to our YouTube page to see the beer side chats with that. And the episode recorded there will be out next week. Let's move over to joke of the week. The weird Corey Perry. See, I don't like this. I don't- Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. Little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. Coming from sunny Los Angeles, a man who claimed to be a sovereign citizen. Every story that starts like that, you know it's gonna be good. It's always good. Uh commandeered a house. He doesn't respect the laws of this land because it's an admiral court. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, uh, the odd encounter began to unfold about noon when a woman who purchased the house in February and was planning renovations couldn't get inside because four men uh, were claiming to have legal residency of her vacant property and had changed the locks. Newark Public Safety Director Brian O'Hara said in the statement, um, uh, the woman called police and responded to requested the documentation from the four spots. So it, it didn't come from, you said it came from LA, but it was an LA man that was arrested in New Jersey. Oh, okay. Is that what it read? Okay. Yes. Okay. So yeah. this from the, New Jersey. Why would the Newark police be well, commenting I mean, well, I read that. I was like, maybe California. there's a Newark County or Newark County or Newark City in LA. I mean, you know. Maybe know. read the, maybe I read mean, the, I don't read the article either, Bobby, but at least I read the headline. Okay. <laughs> Into a vacant New Jersey. Okay. So this comes from not so sunny New Jersey. <laughs> which honestly this is not uncommon then this, this is, is this, this is just another thing this is another florida man this yeah. is the florida man of the northeast yeah anyway so back on track uh the police asked them to show documents that they own the home they could not uh so they forced them out of the home later the uh the woman called a locksmith and before the locksmith could get there the men returned and took a, and commandeered the house once again. It was they were sovereign. Okay, we don't have any authority over them. He used the key to enter the home before pl- placing a Moorish flag in the window. Uh, that drew. His name is John, by the way. John. John. Okay. What was I saying? Was I saying you weren't saying oh, anything? Okay. I I like, just, I we just hadn't said it. Oh, okay. They keep referring to the guy as John, not like they're his full name. Officer entered the house and arrested John. Yeah, it's a little it's weird. not clear Thursday if John was still in custody. Like it's very weird. It's very strange. And his name is not listed in the Essex County Jail records. He's a sovereign citizen. We have no record yeah. of this cat. Okay, uh, that's insane. Um, I I can just see this guy saying, uh, "No, this is my house. I'm not. Uh, this is not for commercial use." Okay. <laughs> ah. His name is not listed in Essex County jail records, and the spokesman for the Newark Department of Public Safety could not say whether the suspect was in custody or had been released with an ankle monitor. Yeah. So honestly, sovereign, there's a a series of videos of people who claim to be sovereign citizens, and it is hilarious. It is so funny. A, they, a lot of them, like, for some reason, instead of citing the, you know, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, or the Constitution, they, they, a lot of them like to cite the Confederate. Confederate, like the Confederacy rules. That also. makes sense if we're being honest. Though. <laughs> and they're like the Confederate, uh, the Confederate Constitution says this, and like a lot of times, and like they've done it, not even to cops, so like to uh, just regular people. They'll be at a store. It's like, well, actually, I don't have to pay tax because I'm a sovereign citizen. My favorite, my favorite part about the sovereign citizen thing is, is as if, you know, because at some point it wasn't a law. Then just like no new laws are allowed to be enacted. Yeah. It's like I, I am just uh, 
And they act like they're like, oh, well, I have diplomatic immunity. It's like, no, no, you do not. You I feel like you don't understand how that <laughs> that that works. And just because um, movies made it seem like diplomatic immunity makes it it's a get out of jail free card, which sometimes for lesser crimes it is. I mean, that's not it, it's not. how. Or if works. you're American and you, uh, you know, drunk drivingly murder somebody in England. Yes. And in that case, yes, it is. But no, not here in America, buddy. <laughs> Look, the uh, the cops are not even required to really know the law. Yeah. <laughs> if they're being honest, yeah, uh, it's really funny. You're going in a lot of times dealing with the cops. You're like, oh, I'm gonna you be can beat smarter the charge. than them, and like, and it's like, okay, well, you that can, doesn't work. Uh, what's the saying? You can beat the charge, but you can't beat the ride, buddy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, Moorish sovereigns espouse an interpretation of sovereign doctrine that African-Americans constitute as an elite class within American society with special rights and privileges that convey on them sovereign immunity, placing them beyond federal and state authority. In addition to the Al-Moroccan empire groups, groups with similar beliefs include Free Moorish Nation and United Mosh. Moshraka? So, question. Are they sovereign citizens or are they citizens of the Moroccan Empire? I'm very confused because they're claiming to be both now. Morocco is a place. So, you know, (laughs) like, either you're from Morocco. And and my thing is, is that the diplomat from Morocco probably not commandeering a home (laughs) in New... New Jersey, of all places, okay? Like, you got got all this, uh, this immunity and you go to Newark, New Jersey. Have you, have you seen that episode of Family Guy where his little plot of land like just, yes, got, just yes. mistakenly didn't get plotted? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm declaring war. Yeah, Pretoria. He, he's stepping on the grass and stuff. He's like, can't touch this. <laughs> he's like, and when he's talking about how Hammer can't sue him because, <laughs> because he's got diplomatic immunity. <laughs> yeah, this seems a lot like, it seems like they had just watched the episode of Family Guy and thought they were watching a documentary. And they were like, guys, I know that we're living under a bridge here in Newark, New Jersey. And you're taking a, but, you're taking a big gamble doing that in New Jersey. Because if you do that to the wrong house where they have ties to a criminal organization, mm, you're going to be not a citizen of anywhere. Right. It, tur- it turns out that the, uh, that the mob does not care about your sovereign immunity. Because yeah, they don't call the cops. <laughs> they don't. They don't. And it turns out you don't actually have any contacts that yeah. would even know that you're gone. Yeah. So it's a terrible idea to. Uh, but it's, you know, what? I'll tell you what is nice, though, Bob. It's nice to get out of Florida every once in yeah. a while. OK. Yeah. And I guess go to New Jersey. But yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, we're not in New York with old James Dolan. Yeah. OK. And out of Florida. <laughs> Pop culture, we will be, uh, Summer of Bond will return in two weeks. I forgot to watch the movie. I only got like 30 minutes of it, but what I did watch, I'm very excited for George Lazenby's version. Okay. There was even like early on, there was like a comment. Less rape? Uh, well, I mean, 30 minutes in, yeah. We're like 100% less rape than generally. So only um, like two or three. <laughs> but no, but there was a, but he, they did, uh, like really early on, like 10 minutes in, like George Lazenby looks at the camera and like, he's like, then this never happens to that other guy, you know? So they kind of already made the the joke that, uh, that he is not the same 007. So like that's when, cool. When you, cause I know like when we kind of had an argument, uh, not an argument, we had a discussion about whether or not it was, a discussion. And like, he was thinking like, I couldn't, I, I don't think I've ever seen that one. So I couldn't quote that. Yeah. But I like, I was like, well, the problem is like, there, there are so many, like you get on, just say, Oh, I found an article online. You can find an article online to go with either way. Sure, sure. So, and I was trying to find the statement from Ann Fleming, who who did say that. Because yeah, that's what I said. I would. The only thing yeah. I would accept was from the actual guy. I have, still haven't found the actual thing, but I think you said one of your family members did say that Ann Fleming, like it's that it's is, confirmed. And so yeah. when I get when I get, uh, I didn't actually see the article, but I had you and I had them that were confirming it. And uh, my future brother-in-law, huge Blaze and B confirms it. Yeah, huge. Uh, James Bond fan. Um, and he he has like the whole box set. He and so he kind of confirmed it. So with with multiple people saying it, I I they're not the same. They're just uh it's just a code name with the code uh code number. Yeah. So hit us with a question, buddy. All right. <laughs> Who is the worst group of fans? Alabama fans for me, no question. Yeah. Or Florida fans. Florida Gators fans. Duke can be bad. 
Duke basketball fans are rough. Uh, Kentucky basketball fans are rough. For sure. Alabama fans are the worst to me. Ohio State fans, too. Because here's the thing. At least Alabama, they have all, you know, they're arrogant, but it's like, okay, like they're spoiled. Ohio State, while they certainly have rings, they act like they're Alabama. I can agree with that, and they've not but, been horrendous. But I still like, think Alabama takes the cake. I mean, Alabama takes the cake because most of their fan, uh, most of the Alabama fan base, to me, have just become Alabama fans recently yeah. because they've started getting good again. If you told me you were an Alabama fan in the '90s, that's a rough time to be an Alabama fan, and I can, you know, not respect it <laughs> because you're still an Alabama fan, but I can understand. Yeah. Um, so, but Ohio think, State uh, is a really to be clear, good point, point. UT fans, UTK fans are also pretty obnoxious. Yeah, and I think that's more, they're more obnoxious because you live here. Yeah. And so you get a lot more of yeah. them. You know, you go somewhere else but and those they, fan group, the, the three fan bases that we just said are awful everywhere. Yeah, for sure. Ohio State, Florida Gator fans and, uh, and Alabama yeah. fans are no, terrible that's why, listen, everywhere. UTK fans don't make the top three, but as uh, when you're local, but you you are very you are very annoyed by them because yeah. you get so much. Well, of it's them. all, but it's it's just that like listen, I other teams fans. If there's not like for example Maryland Terrapin fans, we understand what we are. We know what we. Yeah, we know, everybody, we, we everybody know our, does. We, we know our place. UTK fans, they never truly know what they are. It's always well, this is the year. This is the every year. It's the feels year. like '98. It's like <laughs> guys, like it was the middle of Butch Jones, and it's like well, it's the, the year. Um, uh, and do, do we have any other sports outside of college football that we want to uh, highlight? I think uh, Yankee fans are pretty bad. Yankee fans are the worst. Um, I don't know why. And this is I, I have no reason other than the it just seems that way. But White Sox fans seem weird. It's like, just yeah, no, why they not don't be a really. Cubs fan. Like, well, uh, Cubs fans are the worst. So I think both I think both Chicago baseball. I think teams it's are. a Chicago thing. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, NFL. Patriots fans are the worst. I would say it's 50-50. You've got a mixture of Patriots yeah, fans. Yeah, but like when you have 50% of your fans that yeah, are terrible, oh, for sure. that makes you the worst. Cowboys fans. Cowboys fans are the absolute worst. Well above there Patriots is nothing, fans. No matter what ESPN posts or SportsCenter posts or anything like that, or a Fox Sports post you get onto, it could be about LeBron James like they most are, and you'll find, how about them boys? How about them boys? Yeah. Yeah, Cowboys fans, I completely agree with. NHL, what do they have? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I would say Maple Leafs fans. Yeah. If we're being honest, for especially for a team that has just not done anything, I would say Maple now, Leafs fans Hurricane are the worst. Fans. Hurricanes fans are, are generally up there. Yeah, they're getting, past getting up there for sure. Ducks fans? Uh, the three of yeah, them? Yeah, Ducks fans, all six of the Ducks <laughs> fans, they're all pretty bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know the the NHL fan bases are penguin fans. Penguin fans. At least the ones I think that that's came more to of a, I think that's more of a personal thing yeah, for us because we saw them when they came here. Canadian hockey fans are, and if we just like blanket Canadian hockey fans that think they're better than us. Yeah, but with the you know only because we played them a bunch of times and I've been to a bunch of those games. Not, Jets fans, they seem very good. I well, love I love Jets fans because they're, they're from Winnipeg and Canada would prefer to not even claim them as <laughs> they're at, very at all. friendly. Yeah, no, I mean, and I've not had a bad experience with really any group of those fans. I'm just saying in general, yeah. you know, I, 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 uh, so I, I've had a lot, I've had personal issues with lightning fans <laughs> at games, lightning fans, uh, blues fans are generally, oh, yeah. you know, rough, but like when in person blues fans are fine. I've yeah. always had a, had a, okay. T- Blackhawks fans though are, uh, are rough to be around, especially since we, we swept them. <laughs> uh yeah they really are, are are not a pleasure to be around but i think we've kind of covered the whole gambit uh of that lakers fans also i want to throw lakers fans in there as a as a good option okay. knicks and knicks fans um okay do you think there are more porn stars or murderers in the world man both are quantifiable, but I don't want to figure it if out. If you had asked me five, three years ago, murderer with OnlyFans and stuff like that, porn stars. Uh, easily. I would say I'm. I think we're talking like uh, you can't just show yourself naked on a on an app. But they're getting money people. though. So what's the? But so what is not the porn stars? They're I mean, prostitute life. 
No, no. I, I mean, I think sex work is sex work, and I mean, OnlyFans, you're getting paid well, for Well, but then you're include, but then you're including all prostitutes. But they're not actually having sex with a John, though. They're well, neither are a lot of OnlyFans people. Well, yeah. So, I mean, I would, I personally, I mean, I, I would consider Only OnlyFans, uh, people who are OnlyFans stars, porn stars. Yeah, but I think there's a lot more murderers in the world that we don't know about. Yeah, true. But no. I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna go with porn stars yeah. as well. Only because even uh, if we didn't, only because I'm an optimist. Even if we didn't include the OnlyFans folks, I think I think porn stars. I are, feel like I can Google this and find it's a new it's a new age. Okay, porn stars, sex workers. You you got the you type take it the in porn stars versus murderers is gonna get that's me some a very weird that's search. a really that's a really interesting call that you have there. Yeah. Um. Okay. And while you're while you're ruining your entire computer, <laughs> I'm gonna ask the next question. You have to choose three animals to start a zoo. Who are you choosing? Okay, narwhal. Really? Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess it, it, it will count as an aquarium. Can I? Can we have sea animals? Three animals. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because then it's an aquarium. Not like-, like a fish, but you can have like animals that are like. That are that are water aquatic. Okay, so yeah, I was like a narwhal, a I think rhino, and silverback gorilla. Okay, I want to caveat by saying I don't want to start a zoo. I think that zoos are are rough, you know. But I would say giraffes, number one. Uh, number two, penguins. People, everybody loves penguins, dude, yeah. and they're generally okay in captivity. Uh, and then I want to go with uh with gibbons. You know, they they always be swinging around and stuff. There was a couple of honorable mentions in my head that I had. Um, I love the gorilla idea. You kind of kind of robbed me of that. Um, but uh, but. But uh, there was a bunch that I was thinking about as, as good option. Pandas, people love pandas. Um, you know, any type of big cat, people like big cats. So there's a lot. But I like, I love giraffes. I don't know if they were the best choice, but like they're the most interesting animal on earth to me. You know, they're so. How did that happen? You know, I mean, that dude's like 37 foot tall, and it's like 27 feet of it is a neck. Like, how does that even happen? All right, let's move on to what are you binging? Uh, we're going to be out next week, so we're doing it early. Uh, we both have same on one, but uh, dude, watching some South Park lately. You know, I got a little burned out of Family Guy and Cleveland Show to fall asleep, too. So I started throwing on South Park, and I forget how freaking dude, funny that show, the early show is. The early show and the late show. Yeah. Because they, they are so on Well, the late show got weird stuff. with like, you don't know, like, is it. Uh, like you don't know how many episodes are going to be in a season, and it's like I it got weird with like always having like a, a one plot line the entire season. Yeah, it, that that was weirder, but I mean they always are on point for sure. Integrity forms. Um, my show that I've been binging and it is amazingly amazing. Ted Lasso, dude. I heard good things. It about is it. so awesome. I haven't dude. seen it yet. It's funny. It's it it has like a point. I mean, Jason Sudeikis is uh is awesome. Is that the one where he is a soccer coach for America? Yeah, like he's a football coach that gets uh that is now coaching in the Premier League. Okay. And dude, he is just so funny. It's, the, uh, uh, is that on HBO? Uh it's on uh, Apple Apple TV. Oh, I don't have that. So Sucks for you, man. Get up in the game. If you yeah. get a new iPhone, they'll yeah. give you three a uh, year free. So maybe, what I'll, up? maybe I'll hop on LimeWire and see if I can download it. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, you just you just tried to look up uh, porn, porn, star. porn stars versus murderers. So <laughs> I'm sure that your computer is already infected by everything. That I'm Lime surprised Wire is they didn't give me like a celebrity death match of a porn star versus a murderer. That would been that would have been nice. That show been, that they should bring back. Bring Celeb- it back, dude. I mean, with the new animations these days, that was a show. Well, I think that, that they uh, should keep the original animation if they did it. That would be it was claymation, exactly, right? Yeah, it's claymation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, what a good show. Uh, but yeah, uh, and I think we're both the same. I was just, dude, I've been in the pool so much lately, just drinking some light beer. We were both literally typing the same thing at the yeah. same time. Light bull at the light, light beer at the pool, dude. I mean, I've been, I've been hitting the pool so much as well. 
So, uh, yeah, I mean, you don't really drink heavier beers yeah. at the pool, man. You got to have some Coors Light. You got to be at least hydrated. You usually I'm drinking the Corona Premier or the McUltra Gold. Yeah, or, uh, you know, some Miller or... You know, not Bud Light. We don't, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't not Bud this Light. House. We don't Bud Light. You keep trying to talk about, uh, cause you know, we're getting in the new, getting the new studio soon. You keep talking about bringing, trying to bring your neon Bud Light. It's not a Bud you know Light. Thing. Is it? Oh, it's a Predator. Well, it's a Predator's Bud Light. But the yeah, other, but even so. I think the other one is a Fat Tire. Fat Tire's totally cool. Gra- it's a, what's not Grey Goose, the other Goose one. Uh, the place we had, the, the, their rep came when we were at the Fairways Bar, whatever it's called. What is that? It's a it's craft uh, beer Goose Island. Goose Island. That's that it. one's cool. Even if it's a Predators one, bro, I'm not even sure I'm down having that in the studs. At least not on camera. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's jump straight into what's snapping your stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. This is one, I mean, it's a lifelong stats my stick at this point, since the day I was born. Dan Snyder. It's like a rule as a Washington yeah. fan, right? This morning, we get word that there's going to be some news coming out about some uh, shakeup in the ownership. A lot of things could happen. The only thing that, the, the one thing that did happen is the one thing that was the worst decision. His wife was named co-CEO. You know, the funny thing is, is that he drops this news story and... Washington fans are just ecstatic about it and continue to think that it's going to be some, uh, the only thing that could happen. And I'm, you know, I'm not wishing death on anybody, but the only good news that comes from Dan Snyder's camp or Washington, uh, Washington fans is that he is passed. Okay. That's yeah. the only point in which it's, and even then now it's wife is just co-CEO. So she's just going to keep running the show the way she wants. I loved Kimmy, uh, the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, how they make fun of the Snyder family. Uh, that's my, that's one of my favorite things. Uh, but yeah, I'm sorry uh, for you. I switched my sports answer real quick uh, because this is uh, time sensitive. The Tour de France lady. What with the sign? Uh, yeah, that like took out the entire Tour de France. <laughs> I saw I saw that Twitter video right before we went uh, on I air know. at the place. And it no, was, you went. Uh, it was after you went. We went on air. I thought I showed them right when we were about to. I showed Zach and them right as we were. About oh, to sit then down. why don't we talk about it? Because I that think we was, just had so much to talk about and we just didn't. It was absurd. She. I'm not. We're not. We're talking like six people got away with not being a part of that crash, yeah. dude. <laughs> it was ridiculous. That was like, dude, it makes to it interesting to watch. The tour to, oh, yeah. I mean, no, it doesn't. But but it was that part was funny. Yeah. I watched that part of the Tour de France. <laughs> Somebody should do that with NASCAR. I mean, it probably wouldn't work out the same. Very <laughs> different, I would have yeah. to imagine. A lot more blood. Um, yeah. I, it was, you know, my favorite part was, you know, some people were getting out of it and stuff, but just the aftermath of it. Like, I'm, you know, I'm not happy or I'm sad about all the folks that, you know, got hurt. Some people had to withdraw and stuff, but it was so funny to like watch them, like the ones that were not like trying to like, and it was, it, it, and it just like across the yeah. board, like dominoes. Like, I want to see were, someone make like an edit where it shows that. And then it shows like a drone footage, but it's like Godzilla versus Kong and the streets are just bloodied dude. and uh, like a fire well, in the streets on the, on the, you know, it happened on the, on, if you're, if you're the biker, it happened on the right side. And then as it like kind of stumbles through domino effect, like the person on the left side, there were some fans that were not in the street that got absolutely wrecked, dude. But I mean, how ridiculous do you have to be? First of all, I'm I'm not sure that I understand like going and being a fan at the Tour de France. Yeah. You know, like you get like literally like 15 to 20 seconds of uh of watching the event and then it's like all right well that was that was cool we're done see it'd be one thing if they were like just overall fans of bicycling like they were at the local like spin class just like yeah 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 get it boy get it <laughs> it's like that dude that dude could tour to france it you know <laughs> and even that same lady runs into the spin class with a sign and just hit somebody the most exciting part of the tour de france was number one when lance armstrong lost one of his testicles and then number two 
was the Sports Center commercial where he was running the uh, running the Sports Center, you know, uh, uh, the electricity. Yeah. And then number three was when he came out and talked bad about people doping and ruining the sport of biking. And he got and then he got in trouble for uh, for for doping himself. So that lady, you know, I'm not letting up on you. I don't know who you are. She like fled the country. <laughs> like imagine going to a sporting event and then having to flee the country of France, no less. Like, you know, it's like I'm out. I'm a guy. I got to go to Switzerland, you know. <laughs> uh, and then my. Uh, my non sports. And I'm sure you can latch on to this as well. We always plan our trips well in advance so we can, you know, gear up the whole day. We had some nice 945 a.m. flights so we could get to uh, get to Baltimore roughly morning burrs. get, you know, get morning beers, you know, get to Baltimore roughly before, you know, noon, uh, even with the time change type of deal. And then them them switching our flights to 11.45 a.m. Like, we want to get to Baltimore at 2 p.m. Like, we have missed, like, three hours of prime drinking time. Okay? That's, like tw- that's like 10 hours. We're trying prime- to get drunk in the a.m., dude. Like, yeah. I can't do my traditional. I'm sure our guests coming with us, your fiance and my wife, are pretty happy that we're not going to get there and immediately start downing beers in the morning. We are, because now we're just going to be drinking. Cause we're going to binge drink now. Normally, we go to, like, oh, Charlie's and get, like, oh, we'll just have a drink, yeah. and then we'll have one drink on the plane. But now we get to the airport and it's like the wild, wild west, bro. I'm drinking yeah. like six beers at the, and at the I think airport. We're in a new area now. Not, I think now there's actually like a uh, uh, a brewery little bar there. I think. Uh, Boom. Yeah. So Yahoo. Yahoo. Yeah. I think it's Yahoo. Uh, I've gotten you know, I've gotten beers there before, but now I'm getting like four beers yeah. there. So this is your fault. Southwest. <laughs> this is on you. But all right, everyone, we will see you in two weeks. Have a great one. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pox Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pox Out Pod.